Um, it's something you really think about. You know, title insurance, you think of insurance as more of like your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to se separate real quickly of the differences between that. So homeowner, homeowner's insurance obviously is protecting your your valuables or something were to happen to a flood in your home. Mm -hmm. um, what title insurance is doing is we're in the front side of the transaction. So we're there when you're, you're first um, purchasing in escrow. And um, the title search is, is checking liens and encumbrances that have happened in the past. So okay. we're going, we're searching through county records and we're making sure that the new buyer that's about to acquire this property will have free and clear title. Welcome to the Selling Sandoval podcast, where we dive deep into the world of real estate in sunny California. I'm your host, Victoria Sandoval, and I'm thrilled to have you join me as I sit down with top-notch professionals, market analysts, and influential leaders who have mastered the art of closing deals. Together, we'll explore the ever-evolving market trends, debunk myths, and empower you with the tools to negotiate like a pro. So whether you're a buyer, seller, or agent seeking inspiration, this podcast is your key to unlocking real estate success in California. This is the Selling Sandoval podcast. I'm Victoria Sandoval, and I'm excited to embark on this journey with you. Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Selling Sandoval. I'm here with Jose Molara. He's my title rep of many years. Welcome, Jose. Thanks for having me. Of course. I'm excited to have you. Um, so a little bit about Jose. So we've been working together for quite some time, um, but he's his team is ranked top 1% in Southern California. Um, Tycor Title is a Fortune 500 company, right? Yes. Um, so they've received numerous awards. So the nice thing is when you are in real estate, if you're a real estate agent, you want to be backed by a credible company. So Tycor Title is the way to go if you're not already partnered up with a title company. Um, okay, Jose, so tell us a little bit about your background. How did sure. you get into... So Jose, how did you get into title insurance? Yeah, so I moved here to go to San Diego State. So go Aztecs. Um, kind of fell into it. I was going for a degree in marketing communications mm -hmm. and uh, knew I wanted to get into sales. I always had that entrepreneurship mindset, even as a kid. And um, I was actually interning for a advertising company okay. and we did a pitch to a title company. So when I got a chance to meet the, the president of that title company, um, I remember him handing me a card and saying, hey, if you're ever looking to, to get into the real estate industry, give me a call. Mm -hmm. At that time, of course, I didn't even know what real estate was. I was just getting out of college. Um, so it took me a couple of months, but uh, I did give him a call and I'm sure glad I did. You know, the job that I thought would just be a temporary turned out to be a career, wow. which I love. And you're good at it. Very, very good at it. Actually, I want to tell a funny story about how we, well, we met. 20 years ago, 20 but ago, yeah, in, the we, industry. in the industry. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And uh, we started working together 15 years ago. Yes. Uh, I was at lunch with uh, some of my friends and Jose happened to walk by. So he goes over to say hi. And might I add my friends were MMA fighters. <laughs> so they had no idea I knew him. So they, they created this like human wall, this barrier in front of him. And you were about to get beat up. I think I was. Yeah. Yeah. I was going over to say hi. And all of a sudden, yeah, you're like, I you swear I know her. Yeah. And then they just opened up everything. Yeah. So I said, you know what? This is the guy. This is the title rep I need to work with. He's resilient and doesn't take no for an answer. Just kidding. No. I was ready to take a beating for your title business. Yeah. See, and 15 years later, now you are our title rep yes. and uh, you work with all the agents here at the company. We have about 40 agents. So we all love working with Jose. You're a wealth of knowledge and uh, you teach us a lot. So thank well, you for that. Thank you. And I, I did want to say, even before we began, uh, thanks for having me. And also very proud of you. Thank this is you. awesome. Amazing of what you've done in the last 
15 years and even this podcast and you're, you're educating these new buyers, sellers, and even agents that are looking to get uh, more information on, on how to succeed your yeah. blueprint. So. Thank you. Thank you. I do find that, you know, as being a broker and, uh, and broker owner, I find that a lot of agents, even experienced agents, they walk in my door and they just, they don't really have a lot of knowledge about the market and just the basic things that you would think that agents would know. And they're just not taught or I don't know, maybe they just don't have the right mentor, but I think this will be a good platform for agents to plug into. And, and uh, I can share all of my resources. I, I think okay. it's because they see, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you just see the glitz and glamour of the real estate, right? Oh, you yeah. Know, on, on shows, on social media, you just see like just sold and oh, yeah. all the good stuff. But you, you really need to have knowledge. You got to have a, a business plan. Mm -hmm. um, you got to be really good with people, right? It's, mm -hmm. a, it's a people person industry. Um, and I think you've done a great job in, in honing in your skills Thank and you. being able to teach them. You're a great teacher too. I see that with your, with your agents. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah. Just kidding. Stop. Wait, is this about me? Or just, about I'm just kidding. Um, all right. Well, again, it's easy when you have a good team to back you up. Title. Um, all right. So tell me a little bit about title insurance. Sure. Most buyers, because we have we have homeowners, we have buyers listening in, we have agents. They hear the term title insurance. They have no idea what it includes, what it is, why do we need it? Why is it, it why is it important to have title insurance? Absolutely. Yeah. It just I think if you haven't been in the process of, of buying or selling a home, um, it's something you really think about. You know, title insurance, you think of insurance. That's more of like your car insurance or your homeowner's insurance. Mm -hmm. And uh, just to set, separate real quickly the differences between that. So homeowner, homeowner's insurance obviously is protecting your your valuables or something were to happen with a flood in your home. Mm -hmm. um, what title insurance is doing is we're in the front side of the transaction. So we're there when you're, you're first um, purchasing in escrow. And um, the title search is, is checking liens and encumbrances that have happened in the past. So okay. we're going, we're searching through county records and we're making sure that the new buyer that's about to acquire this property will have free and clear title, meaning there's not going to be any debt left over from uh, past sellers or any forgery. The right sellers have signed the, over the deed, um, that interest right. to the new buyers. Yeah. So fraud, that's another big one, right? So especially right now you hear of a lot of elderly abuse and their errors over here, yes. getting them to quick claim and sign stuff. So you guys cover all that. You guys have all that coverage. Absolutely. And it's us and, and escrow, right? right. Um, it, it's a, it's a team on all of us that are making sure that, um, documents are signed correctly, our notaries that, that are, um, making sure the, the right people are signing. Mm -hmm. Um, but we're doing this, the search with the County on who owns the property at the beginning. And um, that's, of course, very important because that will uh, tell you who needs to sign the contract, right. um, who's legally able to um, give over the vesting of the property to the new buyer. And with that comes any kind of liens that are attached. So any debts, any mortgage liens that um, mm -hmm. the buyer, or I'm sorry, the seller has has acquired to purchase a property, mm -hmm. um, if th those will show up on our preliminary report. And all that's taken care of um, through escrow to be able to be paid off so the new buyer can have their right. title. So, you know, you often give us advice when yes. we get a listing, you, you say, Hey, we can order a, um, kind of like a little peekaboo title policy. And yes. why is that important for agents to, to order that in advance? Absolutely. So it, it's almost like you want to be ahead of the game, right? In any mm -hmm. part of the transaction, the more, you know, uh, the, the, the more chances you'll be able to get ahead of any kind of challenges that come up during escrow. Mm -hmm. Cause as we know, there's a lot of challenges that can come up in escrow. 
Right. So um, I do advise agents to, as, as soon as they get the listing agreement, to take a, an SI, which is your statement of information. Mm -hmm. um, that's something the title company and escrow will need. Mm -hmm. uh, it gives us more information on the sellers and they need to fill that out to, to help us with our search. Um, okay. The other thing we go ahead and pull is once you get a listing agreement, it is a preliminary report. Right. Uh, that allows us to do the search. We start searching through the county records mm -hmm. and the general index and making sure that anything that's attached to that property as a lien, um, we're able to put it on uh, our report so we can go ahead and take care of these these um, these liens and, and transfer them over to the new buyer. Right. Yeah. So we had talked uh, before we were filming, we talked a little bit about how back in the day there was, um, you know, people would have, they would do short sales and then they would do loan modifications or what were their, they weren't loan modifications. They were kind of like basically debt forgiveness. They, they, some banks advertised that they forgave like the second loan and it wasn't even on title, but then it would pop up later. Yeah. Is, is there a way for a homeowner to know if the bank really did forgive that debt and it's not going to pop up on title? Yeah, I, I think you're referring more to the, the, the market when the market crashed mm -hmm. in 2005. And um, I guess the regulations weren't, uh, they weren't ready for what, what that storm that hit, right? Yeah. So a lot of the documentation, each bank had their own way of, of doing the documents. There was a lot of loan modification. Mm -hmm. uh, the regulations were just, they weren't in place. So right. a lot of uh, those, those uh, debts were sold off. To other lenders and we had right. servicers that were taking care of these loans so yeah a lot of this got it just got really mixed up but we're um, caught up now we're caught up we're not dealing with that anymore a lot okay. of that is is and, um <laughs> has passed which is great uh what we're seeing now though in in terms of the fraud or or even um uh you'll see you'll see some change in title where maybe it wasn't something that 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 you could uh or that the homeowner allowed Mm -hmm. um, so there's been some some advancements. I know this, the San Diego County uh, Recorders uh, has a free service now where you can sign up as a homeowner. Okay. And it's literally going online. I can I can put up the website if you want afterwards, and Perfect. it allows you to be able to be notified if something new is is um, recorded against your property. So it's I definitely wow. advise that. Yeah, there's some companies out there that are kind of doing that as a you can pay for it, but it's really right. something that the San Diego County has uh, invested money in to help out the, the homeowners here. That's great. Yeah. It's a great way for homeowners to protect, yeah, yeah, to protect themselves from fraud. So Absolutely. if anybody tries to be a slippery little fish, you have a sibling trying to <laughs> add themselves to title yeah. while your parents are sick, right. you'll get alerted. Yeah. <laughs> and at, the, at that same, with that same breath, um, that's what title insurance does. We are there to protect you. So mm -hmm. Um, that's the searches we're doing. We're searching uh, any kind of deeds that have been recorded against our property. So even if it's vesting changes, we want to make sure the right per the right person signed that that um, quick claim to this new individual that's now on title. Okay, yeah. perfect, perfect. So um, let's talk about ways that buyers can hold title. So yes. what's what are the the common ways? Like I guess the three most common. So. Sure. Sure. Well, first we want to um, give that that statement, right? Uh, you definitely want to speak to your CPA, um, your attorney, your tax accountant, anyone that's going to give you that that advice that can give you that advice. So we're not giving the um, we're, we're not, not advising giving, you, we're not advising, <laughs> but we do want to you know, at least be able to prepare a buyer to know how to hold title. So we do have some great information that we can hand out um, on our okay. from our website on how common ways to hold title. But just to give you a, a, a quick scenario on what we usually see is. Um, when there's a spouse, a husband and wife, and they usually hold it as a joint tenancy, 
meaning that if something were to happen to one of uh, one of them, um, the interest of the property would transfer over to the other individual. And okay. that's most commonly seen in, in marriages. Well, what if we have blended families, right? Sure. Where we have a husband and a wife, but they have children from other partners, right? Mm -hmm. So for instance, in my situation, um, I'm married yes. to Abel, mm -hmm. lucky guy, <laughs> but I have my children, right? So if something, if something happens to me, I want to make sure that my children get a piece of the pie, right? Absolutely. So yeah. what would be the best option in that case if I right. wanted to, I know you're not advising me, yeah. but, but you know, what are the options? Well, that's exactly what I was going to say. Vicky, call your, account, <laughs> call your CPA, make sure, because every, everybody has different situations and how they see um, their future on, on how they want to leave their, their heirs, their, their assets. Mm -hmm. um, but what, just going off of what an attorney would usually say mm -hmm. is um, the most way, the, the best way to protect yourself is to create a trust. Right. A trust solves a lot of the, the, the challenges when it comes down to who's going to get your assets once you pass. Um, so that's probably a great advice just as, as an overall umbrella, um, because you're able to outline all your assets and how who you wanted to leave them to. If you had um, if you want to leave more to your daughter than your son, because right. they're just the number one. I shouldn't say that because <laughs> I know your family. So you got beautiful kids. They're, Thank you. They're beautiful so kids. do you. <laughs> Um, but no, you can outline everything. So um, when if that were God forbid something were to happen, mm -hmm. um, it wouldn't have to go to court because that's what ends up happening. If you just hold it as a joint tenancy, and unfortunately both individuals pass, mm -hmm. um, then guess what? The courts are going to decide for you. So yeah, it goes to probate. That. that means more attorney fees. Uh, obviously, more expenses. Yeah. And then these children appear out of nowhere, like, "Hey, yes. I'm the rightful son." Exactly, and we do see that. You like, know, Abel has a son. <laughs> what? <laughs> you, you, you'd be surprised uh, everyone that comes out of the woodwork, right? When there's uh, money, money involved, involved. yeah, yes. we say money makes people uh, funny. Yes, yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's a good good question. And if they do have more questions, your buyers, or if you're looking to purchase, um, contact your your uh, your team here, and we'll mm -hmm. be happy to help out. Okay, perfect. So what we learned is that title insurance uh, will basically cover any fraud, right? Um, it will, will look well, for any fraud. That's what that's Not, what our job is. Yeah. We're, we're we're making sure that you your the title vested and, and changed over to the new buyer is the the rightful owners. But okay. it is you do have protection if there was some forgery done. Okay. Um. So okay. That, that's all in your title insurance policy. And we also learned that title insurance will ensure that you as a new homeowner have you basically are provided a clear title right so no one can come knocking on your door in the future and say yeah i'm the rightful owner get Absolutely. out of my house right yeah. so that won't and, happen and you know what some something that i do get asked and it's always great to to say is that unlike any um homeowner's insurance or, or car insurance you're not paying a monthly fee you're basically paying a one-time fee which protects you from the time you purchase to mm. the time you either refinance or sell your property Okay. Yeah. And with refinances, you guys offer... Is, yes, it's there... protected by okay. uh, lender's policy. Okay. Uh, your lender is going to want a policy to make sure. Same thing, right? They want to be um, in position of a free and clear title with right. their new mortgage. Do you have to have a mortgage in order to have title insurance? Or can somebody who pays off their mortgage Correct. still have... So if it's a... Let's say it's a purchase mm -hmm. and you you have a cash transaction, then we're just going to issue an owner's policy. Right? Okay. That we're still going to do the search so the new buyer does have title insurance okay. um, that's protecting them. But there is no lender policy on that. I see. So th that's right. So there's two policies. So when, when somebody buys a house, they have two policies. They have an owner's policy and a lender's policy? Correct. Yes. If they have a loan. 
if, if they, they have a loan. Yeah. Ah. So, so. so double protection. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. We're, well, we're, what we're doing is we're protecting the the new lender wants to make sure that it, it, he's in the right position, meaning oh. um, his if something were to happen to the property, money goes to them. Absolutely. Um, makes sense. Right. So. And then, of course, your buyer wants to make sure you get free and clear title. So the, that's a sub, the new homeowner's policy. Mm, you learn something new every day. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And um, I'm sure you can go into this more, but it, depending on how the contract's written up, it's usually the, the seller pays for their policy right. and then the buyer pays for their policy. Yeah, we but usually, it can be negotiated. Right. Yeah, we always, I would say 90% of the time the sellers pay for the policy. It's kind of like a unspoken rule. Okay. But it can be negotiated. I have had received counter offers where they're like, Buyers has to pay for the for all the fees and, and it all fees. depends the kind of market, right? When mm -hmm. it's a seller's market, it right? Looks like seller has a lot more advantages, and if it's a buyer's market, mm -hmm. then they're able to ask for some concessions or something to help out. Yeah. So we talked about how you you help home homeowners, right, yes. and protect them. So let's talk about end lenders. Um, now for the agents listening in, mm -hmm. you actually come in and help some of our agents pretty often with the tools you you explain the tools that you provide the farming tools that you your company provides for the agents who want to prospect and possible possibly get more listings absolutely i think data is is key when you're out there farming prospecting mm -hmm. um so that's what we provide i i do think that's a key to to having success um with the consistency of of marketing as we know it's and that's where that term farming comes from right mm -hmm. you're planting those seeds and they, you're waiting for them to grow but it's really just that consistency Right. of uh, being out there. So um, yeah, one thing that we, we we can bring to you is that data. A lot of times you see when an agent picks up a new listing, um, we're there for you to, to help. Even when you're going to do an open house, you want to know the information around, uh, or you want to know the neighbor's um, information around mm -hmm. the, the property, because we know that once one property goes up, that usually another home sells pretty soon. Right. Um, so that's the kind of data we can get you. Uh, mm -hmm. to help you prospect because the more you know the more knowledge you'll have when you're out there um, handling those objections looking for the right homeowners to right to look for something to sell and they do say that 70 percent of buyers uh buy to be closer to their friends and family so the likeliness of the owners knowing someone looking in to move in the neighborhood is going to be yeah. quite high so Absolutely. you got to get those name and numbers those neighbors and those phone numbers well it's it's crazy to to think that um, those agents that don't take that advantage, right? Mm -hmm. If you get a new listing, it's it's a great way of not being a salesy person. You're really just giving out information to the neighbors mm -hmm. about uh, the new listing you have. And that just attracts usually more listings. Right, inviting them to the open houses. Absolutely. So, People want to know what their neighbor's home is selling for because they know they want to know what, what their home would sell for. So. Absolutely. So awesome. Sorry. No, go ahead. No, thank you so much for... Um, for joining us uh i know you had been asking me to you wanted to be the first guest but your yeah. schedule is so busy uh, oh i was gonna say i thought you were saying you're but your schedule is too busy like i had so many people i've been waiting for you to walk in that door for the last month and uh, you're finally free well i do want to say thank you for having me on the show <laughs> of course I'm very proud of what you've accomplished here and all, thank you all, all proud of you too that you're giving out to the new buyers and sellers coming our way thank you i'm very proud of you too you've God, how many agents do you say you, you're working with? Mm. You've worked with throughout the years. Uh, is it in the I mean, thousands we've, now? We've helped, yeah. Thousands. Oh, my gosh. Think, yeah, uh, your team is the best. Oh, appreciate it. You guys are always on it. Oh, my gosh. If for some reason you're in a meeting, Tony's calling me back. It's I love it. It's really great to have a, a full team behind you. And mm -hmm. we're here to support you, help you grow. Thank you. And if you're an agent looking for a title insurance company to work with, with support, 
call Jose Malara. His information will be on the link below. Thanks again for watching if you're on YouTube or listening in if you're on one of the podcast channels. All right, till next time, guys. Bye. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Selling Sandoval podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe to our podcast and stay tuned for more valuable insights and practical tips. Remember, whether you're a buyer, seller, or an aspiring real estate agent, the Selling Sandoval podcast is your trusted companion in navigating the dynamic California real estate landscape. Until next time, keep dreaming big and making those real estate dreams a reality. This is Victoria Sandoval signing off from the Selling Sandoval podcast, wishing you success and happiness in all of your real estate endeavors.